0: Welcome back to The Post Show, uh, episode 6. Uh, this week we talk about ReZero, Tokyo Revengers, uh, Dave's still chipping away to your eternity. Uh, I'm finally starting to catch up on Jujutsu jitsu Kaizen uh, with Dave. Again, the hype is real, folks. Watch it if you haven't. Um, by pure coincidence, we both happened to watch The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary, so we talked about that. Uh, and finally, uh, we uh, we got to talk about our mutual love for uh, the band Manchester Orchestra, and specifically uh, their new record, uh, Million Mass of God. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy the conversation. Thanks. Bye.
1: Oh, hey, Grant. Hey, Dave. How are you? Oh,
0: I am... <laughs> I am tired. <dying. sighs> yeah, I feel
1: like It's you. been a long week. It has been. Yeah. Um. My here, Academia? Pick it yeah. up. That that show, let me tell you, Grant, they better pick it up a little bit. It's funny, eh? Like, how yeah. we're having a very different problem from the last show we covered, where it's, like, they are really upping the animation quality, and the mm-hmm. story is, like, what are we doing here?
0: Yeah, it's it's weird. Like, you know, you, you watch it, and... Y- you know you're just trying to think of what are all the variables like is Mm -hmm. this is this covid related is this a lack? also i was reading apparently this is not a well-loved arc in the manga
1: i was gonna say there's no way it's covid related because i'm assuming the arc's been out for a while right um yeah but no, 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 but like what I mean is like is this affecting like scheduling of stuff?
0: You know, oh, they, is you is there is stuff taking longer or like they're you know just kind of
1: doing the process a little bit differently? But yeah, you I showed know, me it's... that that tweet. <laughs> there was like, yeah. it's weird to me how there's a season of Mahir Academia on, but no one seems to care.
0: Yeah, Ashley
1: from uh, from Watch Mojo there. <laughs> that? Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like you know, I'm coming off of AOT and how immensely popular Jujutsu mm. uh was and then the rage a lot of the rage i'm seeing right now i'm curious what, what you're seeing but i'm seeing lots of coverage for to Reuter- to your eternity which i'm watching week to week and tokyo revengers and then yeah. yeah i think
0: i think that's the problem I think that might be the problem. Obviously, like you, you stated, the obvious. Like, I think that is the problem. There's there's new shows, up and comers, that have like an, a a different angle. They're telling a different story. They're using, you know, there's there's more focus on the story versus you know it's you know they're showing they're not telling. Whereas mm. my hero has been all telling and then shown in fights. Right. You know, it's 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 that line. Like it's, it's hard. fuck it must be hard for anyone in this business especially like on a you know like on on the story side of things like how much like what is the right amount to put in i guess in anything right when you're when you're writing but Mm. it's just you know it's definitely not it's probably my least favorite season
1: so far yeah Yeah. and it's uh you know not to make this like a a hate on my hero no but just it's what what makes it harder on them is how good stuff is right now. Surrounding it, yeah. Like, um, I didn't go crazy. I'm curious where you are in Kaisen. Kaizen. Um, I think I'm about to start episode eight or nine. Uh, I just finished six tonight. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I, I gotcha. want to hear your thoughts, but what I will say briefly on it, on Jujitsu Kaizen, is like, it. I'm not far, but it is clearly just like shown and done well, right? And like there're obviously so many examples of like shown and done well. Like you know, just where it's kinda of filing firing on all cylinders. But like it I understand why this show was so popular. Yeah. Like when it wants to be funny, it is so funny. It is. And it's when they funny. go for it animation wise, you're like one episode behind, I think. Or there's a certain episode in particular around where you are. I, so, I just finished a two-episode arc. A two-parter. Okay. Well, it's early... You know, here's your spoiler warning if you're listening and if you... Yeah, can. yeah, spoiler so, so, what happened for you just now? So... Episode 5-6.
0: So, Itadori is dead, in quotations. Yes. And then... So, like, the last thing, they've introduced clearly, like, a, like a League of villainesque esque group. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out how to either kill him or or bring him on his side it's kind of unclear. So that was the last thing I saw was them trying to figure out. So it was the showdown between Megumi and and I guess Sukuna, not cuz cuz he had taken over Yidorri at that point and mm-hmm. ripped his heart out. Don't. Yeah. I I I remember doing that and I was like this might be a show where they might obviously they're not going to kill a character but he's going to die in this moment. Mhm. And then he did, and I was like, good! Good on you guys for doing... <laughs>
1: Appreciate you. <laughs> for doing that, you know? It's... They're like, we saw how effective it was in season one when we killed Aaron. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Uh, of Attack on Titan. But y- Dave, do, you know do you know what the huge is difference there, is? is there, wait, is there a cliffhanger, though, at, uh, on your episode of Jujutsu at Kaizen? Did anything in particular happen? No. Or, is, uh, or does it end on Itadori's death?
0: No, it, it kind of ended on, like, a room, it's the, is it Goro, the, the mm-hmm. guy with the bandana, mm-hmm. or the eye, eye coverings? Mm-hmm. Him, and then the H, or the management guy, and then I'm assuming it was a doctor, like a okay. jujitsu doctor, and they're kind of, like, looking over the body, and they're kind of all, like, button heads a little bit, you can all tell it from different facets, yeah. and they also introduce, like, the second year students, right. um, well, and the- you're right, it is funny, but this, so, so the, before I forget, the point... The why this is so successful is, yes, it has all the shonen. It has like the sweet moments of fighting and and this mm-hmm. and that, but the characters have personality, and they are oh, naturally, yeah. you know, it's like they are
1: believable human beings. Like it's what's you the know, bandana, the blind bandana guy called? Get Goro Gojo. I think Goro Gogo. or, or Dude, Gojo. He's so Maybe. goddamn funny. Yeah, he's he's he gets better too. I don't know I don't um, it. He, you know, uh, no spoilers. He has, like, a, you know, a semi-centric episode upcoming. I think okay. it's seven. I could be wrong. But this was, like, the episode where I was like, Jesus
0: The Christ. thumbnail in the next episode is just of him. So, I don't know how much that critical is yeah, to you'll, that.
1: But. Believe me, you'll know it when you see it, um, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about it. But mm-hmm. uh, that was, like, the one that I was like, holy shit, this show. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah. But that... You know, you must have watched what three or four episodes since last week. Then,
0: yeah, it would be three. Yeah, because I, I had watched yeah. or no, it wouldn't be four. Yeah, four. So you're four. you're feeling it, absolutely. It's yeah. the well. That was the thing. I I had to clear up Rezero, which I did. I'm done. Nice. And uh, Rezero season two, season two in the can. How do you feel? I got some. I got some thoughts. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a couple minutes here. Um, I say this not out of disrespect, but the last I want to say 6 episodes was a gauntlet. It was a slog. Like they most episodes are usually 23 to 24 minutes long. Um these last 6 and that's the thing too, like they use all their time in in this show very very well. Like very rarely Do the credits like just play by themselves? It's almost always played over like a scene at the end, and then it naturally flows into the next episode. But the last six episodes were like full thirty-minute episodes, Mm -hmm. and there was zero like, like it was. There was no fluff. It was like there was just so much content they had to fit into these like kind of eight eight episodes, and it it all made sense and it was all good and it, it you know like. It was getting a little long in the tooth by the very end of it But then when it got to the crux Like the last two episodes And they start clearing shit up And like, you know, wrapping everything up It's like, okay You know, I I appreciate all the effort they're putting in Like, there's no... Of any anime I've watched Very rarely do you see... Just like, there's no wasted space Right You know, they they use everything Because that's, you know the, It's very minute storytelling So, it's like I said It's just appreciative But it was... It was a long, it was hard, like I'd have to go like, you know, one or two episodes at a time, it would be hard to j- jump into that third one for like that next half hour, because um, there's just so much they pack into that 30 minutes, watching this week to week, I've i learned my lesson, I will not be binging this next time, I will be watching this week to week.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Because they, have they like, confirmed additional seasons? Um,
0: it's or going to they, be, I would they be They definitely shocked. left
1: it on a note that suggests there's
0: more coming? like so they did a really cool thing this season so like by the end of the first season there's kind of an end goal
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's you know whether that actually is it but for the time being that is the end goal is to get character a into a position a kind of thing mm-hmm. like uh you know it's it's not really they're trying to get a certain character on the throne mm-hmm. um and it's like a, there's it's it's like not a challenge it's there's other people also competing for that title who all have legitimate um rights to the title of Mm -hmm. of ruler of this world or this kingdom and uh so the thing with this (laughs) this whole second season had zero has moved the plot nowhere to that goal
1: Oh right, I think you'd said a bit about this it's last like, time.
0: The season's like a bottle episode, it's or like it's like a like bottle a, season,
1: a weird branch off the main plot. Exactly,
0: but then that's what you think, and then the nice thing is, but when you get to the end of the season, and it's it's kind of similar to my hero in this way. There's a like a obviously like an important character who, you know, you didn't realize they had to overcome something. And it was like this whole season was getting this one character to be in the position to go do what they need to do, uh. and it's like, oh, now they can go proceed the plot, and so it's like they took this whole time, and it's crazy how there's so much information, so many new characters, so many new plot lines, and and it's 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 so I I've, I've never watched an anime that does it like like this. It's a massive amount of information and plot lines And there's stuff that's confusing I had to look up wikis on a couple things Like there's just really? some things I just wasn't sure of Yeah, very good experience Like I said, the end was It was a slog, it was hard But I enjoyed it um, And uh, yeah, ReZero I'm, I'm super looking forward to, to Season 3 Which there has to be The show is too good Too many people are talking about it for there not to be
1: It was definitely, you know Having not watched it That, you know, reactions, reviews, hype it was yeah. everywhere as yeah, that oh, yeah. uh, second season was uh, wrapping up.
0: It's you know, and it's just one of those things that it's a bummer I I, I didn't watch it week to week because I definitely had the ability to do that because like I said I think by the time I finished season 1 there was only like six episodes into the second season. Mm. But like there's you know we were watching
1: so much other shit so it's you know it's yeah. Uh,
0: yeah but no it was Re:Zero too.
1: I I I recommend Re:Zero to anyone. I just um, I'll put it on my list but you know what you reminded me and I'm not going to tell you what cuz cause, cause it is almost spoilery. But a couple <laughs> things that you said in there did remind me of Vinland Saga. Are you going to go back to that? Or you did you even start? I can't remember. I haven't started, but it's I am I'm definitely watching that. Yeah. Okay. I, I think after
0: Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen I'm I'll be watching that.
1: Yeah. Is that a are, are any of these shows something you're going to watch with the wife or are these all mostly solo shows?
0: Uh, Liana's been around for Jujutsu Kaisen. She likes it. She likes the vibe of it. Um, mm-hmm. just you know, like it just oozes coolness. You know, like dude, yeah. And that, that it's it's very much her style. It's her, you know. She like she enjoys the humor and, mm-hmm. and you know like she you know I think she enjoys the action on it too. So, but I don't think that would be one she openly like. She we watch My Hero Week to Week. You know, she likes it. Mm-hmm. Sure that. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's fun watching. It was, it was similar with like Attack on Titan because. You know, her first season of Attack on Titan was season four. Oh god! And just watching her like pick it apart and you know figure things out on her own, and like <laughs> she didn't, she very rarely asked questions, and she was putting it all together. And I was like, ah, this shit ain't that deep. Like you know, she put it together in ten, you know, in ten seconds. Like it's, uh, and that's the funny thing too. Looking back, is from someone who hadn't really watched anime, just to pick up this season. Yeah. Anime is no different than any other TV show. Like, you know, the they still have to have everything up front and center for people to figure it out if they haven't watched everything else. And uh, and she's doing the same thing with My Hero, you know, week to week. Yeah. She's, figured,
1: she's got it. My girlfriend just got to the season three lore bomb of... Oh, The Basement. Of AOT. Yeah, The Basement and the following episode, but she's still, like... If you remember, like, the lore bomb episode... Like, it lasts, like, two or three and a half. Because, like, it's, like... Yeah. The whole basement episode is them just simply getting to the basement. And then there's an episode called That Day. And then there's another episode after that that, like, explains even more. Because it continues into what's happening to Grisha Mm. in in the past. So there's just all this stuff. So she's not 100% through it. I think, you know... Because this has been a very slow burn... Uh, getting to this point right so like every time we watch an episode i kind of like got a refresher on a little bit of stuff yeah and like to like it is that lore dump in those two episodes is so dense you know what i mean like you spend three seasons being like okay hey, i'm ready for answers and then when you get to the answers it's like here here is like a thousand words mm. <laughs> on on this thing that we've literally never mentioned for three seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like paper to read. Yeah. yeah, It's just like, boom, 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 boom. But like, they can't, they can't just put it in, in text either. Right. Like they need to make characters say these words and have reasons to say these words. So it's very tricky to just dump and vomit Mm -hmm. exposition. It's a balancing act. Yeah. Yeah, So it's tricky. So anyway, the the episodes are very dense. We're not through it yet, but I think that she's like, like she's like, okay, answers. Like, what are we fighting for? (laughs) <laughs> and uh I you know got a couple left I think in season 3 and that'll be like the big thing like okay now that you know where the ship is going do you want to continue cuz she's heard me talk about how much I love season 4 and about how yeah. like it feels like it's like a different show a different show and Same, season but 3 season 3 tees that up perfectly right Mhm So anyway we got a couple more to go but I'm stoked for it to finish it. Absolutely I'm Um yeah. So and I've also not related remotely, um, been watching Castlevania season four. Ooh.
0: So you had mentioned to me
1: there was a yeah. season you are not hot on.
0: Is this the most re- the one prior to this?
1: Yeah. So, for the uninitiated, and I won't spoil anything just in case. Um, though I believe Castlevania is quite popular, but just in case you haven't seen oh, it, yeah, big time. Um, it's ironically based on a video game. Yeah, right. The Belmonts. And, yeah, I didn't know that shit, but because uh, it's pretty rich and lore, I never would have thought. But you know, whatever. Um, so I think this was the first, if not one of the first, animes that Netflix made themselves. Season one was absolutely—you could tell—an experiment. They're like, yeah. "Is this gonna work?" It. They did three episodes. three twenty-minute episodes. As season 1, and then season 2 is like them wrapping up that arc in an additional 8 episodes. But oh. they they basically set up an arc in season 1, in 2 or 3 episodes, and then they like finish the arc in season 2. Mm. So, like in season 2 at the end, like it's really good. Like I, when I recommended it to you, I was like, yo, watch season 1 and 2, which basically ends up being like 10 episodes, and it's one good long arc, and I really recommend it it's you know it's an it's an English anime it's accessible it's done by you know it's all western like it's a westernized anime like it's a good example of like that style we've talked about the key, the key art that I've seen looks tremendous well yeah so here's yeah. the thing so at the at the end of season two they leave the, they certainly left the door open for season three yep. i think at the time I was just confused why they went the direction that they did mm-hmm in season 3, it is starting to make sense cuz this appears to be the final season, season 4. Okay. Um so yeah, I'm not done season 4 yet. I'm like 3 or 4 episodes in. I won't spoil anything, of course, but I'll say that it's making season 3 make a little bit more sense. Okay. And lastly and perhaps potentially most importantly, it's hard to tell if you, you know if you've got like recency bias, mm. but I think they have substantially raised the bar of the animation in season four. Not, you know, when I say substantially, it's not like, you know, it's twice as good, but it feels like shot to shot. There's just like a little bit more. oomph. You know what I mean? Like it feels like if I'm right in my guess, because this is just how it felt. I didn't read this somewhere, but it really felt like season one was a proving ground. Like if we make an anime, will anyone watch it? Yeah. And then people did and the show just continued to get pick up steam and do better and better it just feels like their netflix is like happily throwing more and more money at this particular show hmm. um or more and more time at the i i don't know um you know maybe maybe i'm just completely wrong who knows but um season four they've definitely added they've, they're they're pumping the juice hmm. i mean, so, well
0: it's it, it's on my list you since you brought it up it's I've never... That's the thing. I've never
1: played the games. I've no... I have no real... I have no interest. I, I looked up the games because of the trailers, and I was like, this does not look like something I want to play.
0: Well, like, they're they're like, they're Metroidvanias, right? Like, I know, no like, S- Symphony of Darkness is, uh, I think that's a... It was originally a PlayStation 1 game. I think that's, like, all time. Probably, mm. people will debate it's one of the best games ever made. Mm. Um, but even that, I've, you know, I've said this before, like, I love video games like it's you know i've always you know my lifelong hobby but i'm not you know like i'm not a super skilled gamer and i find a lot of those games like have you heard of hollow knight no (laughs) it's a game it's on pc it's on switch i think it's on playstation and xbox as well but it's it's same idea it's like a metroidvania it's like a 2d side like a side scroller you go to new areas you get a new ability you can go back to a previous area and access like a new area of that area kind of it's it's like a sprawling kind of like a dungeon Mm. crawler kind of thing but like they're traditionally fucking brutal and those games like just there's something about them like i'm just i can't wrap my head around them like i can't i understand the mechanics but it's it's all like twitch jumping and and doing this and like they're meant to be hard but you know like i play games timing and stuff like that yeah but like i you know i play i play bloodborne and i'm playing demons you know demon souls now and those are also quite difficult, and I don't, yeah. I don't have an issue with those. It's just something about the small scale, but, but no, I, anyways, total tangent. But uh, I, I do plan on watching this Castlevania
1: as well, especially because it's so short. Yeah, and you know, like it's, um, it's an interesting. There's just so, the problem with so much supernatural shit is that there's so much bad supernatural shit, right? Yeah. Um. So much of this stuff, you could maybe make the argument that the majority of it is not great. Mm-hmm. Um. Castlevania has a interesting, fresh, semi fresh take on the vampire supernatural that kind of cool stuff, mm-hmm. and is, uh, you know, and it's an anime, and it's like the um voice acting is really good the animation is fun so yeah it's uh yeah it's a fresh take on those stories right on check it out severus is attacking me (laughs) for the also like a podcast first like we've gotten we've we've skated by pretty pretty handily up until you know what i mean I think we've done well without like a fire alarm going off in the middle of an episode. Mm. Or you know, you have pets, I have pets. Neither yeah. of them have attacked us mid episode.
0: Well, I've yeah, I, I lock myself away whenever we record these. And the ca- every now and then I'll hear I'll hear Finn at like the second door just pounding on it, trying to get because he knows <laughs> I'm in here. But I'm well, luckily I have another door in between there to kind of yeah. You've created a man trap. You're like you yeah. might get down <laughs> one
1: of these doors. <laughs>
0: Can't get down the second.
1: Um, what do you got? I got, uh, like, two I got a total left field. I'm so excited. I love fields and the direction left.
0: So, well, you know, obviously like this past like two weeks has been, you know, Leanne and I have been dealing with strep throat and all that and pretty mm-hmm. much just been locked to the couch I, in a like feverish Rant like I don't know what came over me. I put on the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance.
1: Dude, me too.
0: <laughs> did you finish it? I got like one episode left.
1: I burned through all ten. Oh, like over maybe, a, like a week or maybe so. Got three left. <laughs> I I've made the Dave. same. It's tremendous. I've made <laughs> the same joke to like three people, and I. It's probably I'm sure other people have made the joke, but the joke is that i've never watched a full basketball game yeah. in my life like i think i i drunkenly watched like the playoffs that year that the uh the raptors the raptors or, won yeah. dude i almost just called them the leafs like 100 percent um but i i think i was like at bars with a lot of my friends for the okay. playoffs because uh, you know ottawa was just going crazy and i cannot All imagine was. yeah was it, like. was, it was nice yeah so, so it was really fun and so i took part in that but like, besides that, I've one I've 100% never watched a basketball game. Mm. And after watching, like, six hours of Michael Jordan in The Last Dance, which might be one of, like, the best docu-series ever, by the way. 100%. I, yeah, I am starting awesome. to think that this guy was pretty good at basketball. You think? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was interesting, because my... I've always known he's, like, the greatest yeah right and the only other context i have with him is my childhood favorite of space jam dude which i've watched you know like i can't even tell count me the t- amount of times i've watched that put me- that on for Kryn. didn't care she had shit. really she, yeah no
1: interest. just i was like
0: wow <laughs> tell me this
1: tell me this about space jam yeah is it good because it's nostalgic or was it like actually well received at the time because like an athlete starring in his own movie mm. with animated characters in the 90s sounds like a rep a recipe for fucking disaster
0: dave and looney tunes are fucking hilarious yeah no it's it's, it's amazing in that movie i just (laughs) i can't
1: believe that it worked out right like you're not an actor you're an athlete and but we're after, gonna put you in front of green screen, and like that's barely even a thing we do. I can't believe that's a thing. Like I can't but believe after it After watching
0: this documentary, do you not say it wouldn't have fucking mattered what they did? They put they could have put Michael mm-hmm. Jordan in anything because just in
1: the zone.
0: Yeah, it just would have panned he out. He couldn't.
1: He couldn't miss.
0: I don't think so. I, definitely not. You know, that was a three pointer for sure. But it's the same thing too. Like the only like the only reason I I watch this because like I'm not a hockey guy. Mm. at all like i've tried you know i have friends and family that are into it i you know like it is some strange canadian you know uh what's the word i'm looking for like companionship to the sport i just i just don't give a fuck like Mm. i never have and i i just don't yeah
1: nhl does nothing for me
0: and and baseball is kind of the same and football same thing tried like I've watched over the years just mm. never stuck but basketball is always from a distance like i like it yeah it's simple
1: you know it's I mean, you they're know all it's simple
0: yeah but like
1: but you feel like it it does something for you that's all that matters
0: it, yeah it, like you know it's it's fast and it's you know like you're not trying to follow a small ball and it's not like they'll get in field goals and moving an inch like football's too slow Hockey's too fast
1: Right. And okay. just
0: Borderline too violent. Like it's it's feel... crazy what those guys do. So basketball has just always been in that. Like I wish I could, I played growing up. I didn't. I was never very athletic. But you know it's. But anyway, so I threw it on and Dave. I was blown away. What a. So keep in mind. I going in. I'm assume, I know ESPN made it. I think it's like mm. they them in partnership with Netflix or whoever. Yeah. Michael Jordan probably had a lot of say on what 100%. happened in this, but they also so showed some stuff of like you know showing him not in a good light either mm-hmm. and all that. But I don't know. All in all, really good. It, and I'm not <laughs> done yet.
1: No, it's it's it ends well. It ends good. It is. It, ends a, a high it, note. it is. You're right though. It's astounding. You know, like um, there's that thing we've heard said a lot of times by a lot of filmmakers. Like you make a movie three times. Like once when you write it, once when you shoot it, and again when in the edit. Mm-hmm. this is not a movie this is like an editing master class docu yes. docuseries because absolutely you they must have had i can't i can't imagine how much footage they had they they seem to have have unlimited footage well, they were documenting everything
0: well they said that right well because everyone was documenting him like you know yeah. he was like the most important it's like fucking michael jackson you know but the thing because they say it right up top they had un fettered access for an entire season behind the scenes and that's why they had all that footage and it's just never been seen before and so
1: they, oh, they just yeah. the way they selected it and the way they chose to tell the story like a couple times they kind of confuse me um because they're talking about Rodman and the impact he had on the team but like as they're going chronologically through the MJ's career he's like playing against Rodman I was like wait, well, yeah because
0: he was with them on the second. Three repeat
1: not the first yeah so you know what I mean for a sec there yeah. I was like okay, wait, wait, what um but any but yeah the, the rest of it it just feels like you're kind of on your way I feel like I was there with them um you yeah. know like yeah. I, I felt like the, I was in the
0: room for a lot of this stuff it was crazy
1: the, the losses um the shoes you know like yeah. I knew I knew more about Air Jordan going in than anything other uh sure oh yeah, yeah sure other than I, I did not even thought of that yeah but that was cool to see yeah, man, Last Dance, if yeah. you guys haven't seen it, like, the, the thing is... It's long, is, it's very long. Yeah, but same with my girlfriend, like, neither of us are basketball fans, we watched the pilot together, we're like, holy shit, <laughs> like, this made me care about basketball, yeah. like, more so, like, Michael Jordan, right? Yes, um, I, I
0: definitely came out of that more pro-basketball than, you know, him, like, yeah. you know, obviously, like, he's an idol, he does you know, it's, like, obviously, he's amazing and all that, but... No, I I agree. I I definitely came out having a bigger respect for the sport.
1: There's a really interesting quote about like how and I wish I knew who said it. You know, um we're I'm a big fan of stand-up comedy mm. and one of the guys I follow pretty closely is Tom Segura and he's a huge basketball guy and mm. uh Michael Jordan guy specifically. And you know, people will forever you know draw comparisons who is the goat right like I'm, a, I'm also a major fan of ufc right that stuff mm. never stops who's the goat no, who's this sure. who's that but you know there are tons of conversations comparing obviously mj to lebron and kobe and like a, one person apparently there's this famous quote i think it was like a coach or something friend of michael jordan's who knew them all and said like kobe and lebron need to beat you at basketball michael jordan needs to beat you at everything yeah. Because he's so supremely just ridiculously competitive. Yeah. They're I, saying had no, like, I had
0: no idea how competitive he was.
1: Yeah. They're saying like he like he'll play golf with a group of guys and he'll play to their level of like financial success. Mm. He'll be like, oh, like, you know, you're not a basketball player. Right. Mm. So I'm going to bet you a hundred dollars a hole. And mm. but you, you're, you know, you're rich like me. I'm going to bet you ten thousand dollars a hole. And then he's he's quick to collect like at the end Mm. of the game he's like so where is it oh yeah they
0: they did not shy away from any of that like it's he has these
1: quotes when he uh, when people want the money, like people like why why do you need the money so bad like why do you why are you so quick to collect he's like i want you to know i'm walking around with your money in my pocket (laughs) jesus wild i kind of fucking love it it's crazy
0: too because like you know, I say a cast of characters because these are all real people. They're all like involved in this, like, you know, this, this support team. But just like the, the crew of characters they have in these, like, un, you know, Scotty Pippen. The, like Scotty Pippen Robin. and, you know, like John Paxson mm-hmm. and, and Steve Kerr and all, like, all these guys. Like, it's, ah, oh, it's just, it's really cool. And you, you almost wonder how much of them were fucking scared to talk shit about Michael Jordan there on camera. But like, yeah. You know, so like I said, there. I think there is. There was an air of biased. Of or, course, it's about it, him, right? It's an it is about him. So you know, it's but like I said, I highly recommend it to anyone to watch that. It's it's very enlightening, surprisingly enlightening.
1: It's just yeah, it's it's just good to see, um. You know what what kind of a product can you get when you are meticulous enough about. You know the story you want to tell when you have unreal access to to um historical documents on the subject like that is just they, they've set a hell of a bar for mm. a docuseries like when people ask you like ask me going forward what's a good docuseries like damn like this this one is just really really high up i'll be recommending this to people for a long time for same 100 percent. it's yeah. one of the all-time greats um I don't have a ton more. I wanted to mention that I'm still caught up. I'm still week to week on Two Year Eternity. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Still liking it. Still digging it. Still digging it. I would say that after six episodes, I think, which is what I'm on, I finally think I know what the show is about. Okay. Um, but it's funny that it took this long. You know, like, um, Mm. not in a bad way. That's not a criticism, though. I think that the show has done a really good job of misdirecting you. Yeah. Or misdirecting me, just the audience. And every time I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to be this or nope, it's going to be that. Um, But, you know, it's all in the same spirit that they set in the pilot. And um, yeah, I've recommended this show specifically its pilot to like 30 people since I've watched it. So I think I'm going to be in it for the long haul. Yeah, I'll continue watching this one week to week
0: soon i think in the next day or two there we're gonna fire it up so i'm, um, I'm looking forward to it
1: same also with two um not two. turn i just said that uh tokyo revengers yeah still a quick, it? yeah a quick one-liner on that is basically like it's uh steady kind of weird it's hard to this this one's a little bit trickier to talk about without spoiling much so i'll just say it's like a fun shonen uh ish show that involves like i think i said it already because you find out in the pilot so here's your spoiler warning in three two it's involved, it involved times travel right so this yeah. guy has to go back to the past to try and prevent something from happening and it's just turns out to be more and more complex and he starts caring about people in the past that he didn't think he would and um it's just it's neatly shot and it's like a really cool just kind of flick on thing when i want like a change of pace. Mm-hmm. I would say it's not, like, up there with jiu or, uh, Cheery Eternity or anything like that, but, it's you know, easygoing anime, and it has an interesting premise. Also cool. probably a good introduction to anyone looking to get into anime or to watch something a little bit different. Still on my list. I'm, I will get to it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got anything else? Yeah, a couple things. Uh, so there's one I, I want to say for later, but, uh, I watched, um, so season two of Love, Death, and Robots came out.
1: Oh fuck! I haven't even touched this yet.
0: Yeah, man. C- super quick, wrong. It's only eight episodes this time. They split up how, the season. I think. How many sec- did you say? Eight episodes. Okay. Um, and the second, I think the second part is coming out in the fall. I read. Um,
1: wait. So, is it s- season two part one and two, or is it like season two small and then like season three in the fall? No, I think. Th- I don't think they haven't
0: marketed it as part one and part two, but I have read that they're going to really be releasing another eight episodes in the fall.
1: Interesting. Okay. So
0: it's, I don't know if it's going to be three or they're just going to bundle it, bundle it into season mm-hmm. two or something, but, um, it was good. Really cool stories. Um, I
1: won't, uh, you won't what? Grant. Or, uh, you s- know, sorry, sorry, you cut out on me. What were you saying? Oh, you, you
0: cut on me too. It was weird. Um, the great thing about, little compilations and little stories like this is it just it just kickstarts the imagination you know mm-hmm. like y- you watch one you finish it it's like 10 minutes long or, or 15 minutes long they've they you know there's so much work goes into such a short story like the world is there for you they have characters you know it's you know it's just a neat little package and you just got to watch it open you, you just got to watch the president open in front of you mm-hmm. and you know you you watch it, and you're like, oh, that was awesome. Then you watch the next one, and you're like, oh, this should be a show. And, you know, you watch, it, it looks so fucking amazing, and it's crazy what people are spent like, the budget, like, a 20-minute a clip would cost. There's Dude, even in there, season one, they've got a couple no, of I know. in there, yeah. There's I think there's a couple returning studios from the first season in this. Church. You'll definitely tell. You know, in the first season, there's the one where the essentially... Um, people are they dial in to like monsters and there's mm-hmm. like an arena fight. Mm-hmm. I think that studio has one as well this season. I think it's them, the one of the really cool ones. I think it's them as well and it's just like set on a different planet, you know, very futuristic, kind of blade runner esque That should be its own spin-off movie. It was tremendous. Really? Um and there's one, it's <laughs> I think it's only, it's only 7 minutes, super quick in and out and it's <laughs> one of the fucking most unsettling things I've ever seen. <laughs> unsettling
1: is a fun word because they they toe the unsettling line in season one. No, this one times. really
0: really pushes the boundary. It's it's so it's not a huge spoiler. It's Christmas themed. It's seven minutes long, and what they do with seven minutes is
1: incredible. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, uh, it's really cool to see um, what. You know, like, animators can do with just a quick idea in a short amount of time. Yeah. That's why I, I think I told you a few weeks back I watched that Netflix Oscar-winning short, digital short. Yeah. Um, uh, if Anything Happens, I Love You. You know, it's very cool just to see, like, a very... It's just an idea, and what can you do with it um, in the art in the, in the form. Yeah, so big fan of that anthology. I will end up checking that out.
0: Super quick. We Like, it's. you could rip through it, and honestly, in an hour really yeah an hour yeah hour 10 but it's good they're all good there's no stinkers you know there was a couple there's a couple in the first season that not that i just didn't like but it was just you know not everything has to be perfect in a, in yeah. an anthology like that but this season i found i liked it beginning and there's some people bickering and bitching online about how oh it's not good as the first season but it's like honestly man like the the work and dedication put into these clips like People can't talk shit on them. There. I've
1: heard that some people online are sometimes negative, like The, 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 the internet, it's so crazy out there. Yeah, it's so sad. I haven't encountered it myself. But, uh, <laughs> what else you got?
0: Uh, just well, this thing too. I don't want to. I don't want to dive into it too deep if you haven't fully listened to it yet. But the new Manchester Orchestra record.
1: Yeah. So, new Manchester Orchestra record. <laughs> I was about to say like spoiler warning if you haven't <laughs> heard it. oh god (laughs) that's pretty good um so it's it's on a close repeat for me right now but Mm. you and i listen to records differently but Mm. also the same in that i think you like to sit it like get you know get the vinyl going yeah and give it like a good front to back jam right Mm -hmm. yeah usually a couple times i big on that myself too yeah
0: going forward but yeah
1: um, big on that myself too, but also I like to, I'm weird, you know, everybody has the way that they enjoy music, right? Absolutely. Whatever. Some people like to drive with it, some people like to, whatever. For w- whatever reason, my thing is just sort of trying to just let my ADD subside, listen to the music, and then I also like to have the album art and like the lyrics up for every track while I listen mm. to it. Mm-hmm. And I've I- done that for about half, the first half of the record. Okay. And I'd say there's a quick dip in energy um, halfway through, and then it mm. finishes strong. I was Okay, um, so
0: for the first half, what are your favorite songs?
1: Oh, God. Uh, I like inaudible. In, I, well, I think the first half is really strong. I love inaudible into Angel of Death. Okay. And I love Bedhead. Okay. Um, oh, well, Bedhead is good, yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: I like that because I love when a band, it's clearly the single. Yeah, but it but it doesn't it. pull away from the theme and and general tone of the record. Mm-hmm. And Bedhead is the perfect example of that. Um, I really like Annie. Yeah, I love Annie too. And I also Angel of Death. I would say is probably um, Keel. Timing was one of the other singles. I, mm-hmm. I listened to that a few times. Um, but I see. It, it's funny. I I, it's, I had never really. I can't believe I didn't know that. Like the the way I listen to records. I do not seek out the lyrics until mm. I've like listened to them at least like five or six times. If it's yeah. a record I really care about, I need to hear because like you know like you know I'm not saying I'm a musician, but like I that's at the end of the day, I very rarely care what people are saying on mm-hmm. a record. I've always been the way they say it, like the, yeah, the, the you know like the intonation, the, tone. the intonation, and that goes back to like you know the like the metalcore and the hardcore music I listen to mm-hmm. like. You know, it's it's not often I seek out the lyrics. I don't need to hear what they're saying because I like the way they're saying it. You know, they're using yep. their voice as the instrument, and and Andy Hull, like the singer, he's also there's a rumor that he's on the new Every Time I Die record.
1: I'll die.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm very excited about that because he was in their Christmas special. Was he? Um, yeah, and they kind of teased about like oh, what a
1: weird gonna... <laughs> collaboration that I would never. Well, see coming. but like
0: they they are kind of like a hardcore band from are like, they? Well, that's their roots. Like they were kind of heavy at the beginning. They were like indie. But they had that kind of not thrash, that's not a good term to use, but like they had an edge to them and they toured with like a lot of those bands. Interesting. They're because they're really uh, close with um, Manchester Orchestra is very close with um, Touche Amore or Touche Amore. Really? They have. It's
1: so funny. I found them well after my interest in that music had, like, well after all those roots. You know what I mean? Like, I found them in the last like four years. Oh, really? Yes. And I, you know. I would say that their previous record, ju- and I've listened to a lot of the before stuff too, but their previous record, a black one, black mile to the surface, or a black mile to the surface, yeah, was one of those records that like just fundamentally changed my taste in music, yeah, and like how I listen to music and just kind of what I look for. Um, that was a huge record. This one was very anticipated and very much for that reason.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've I've been listening to some, like it's not a competition, but I think when um simple math came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh I was fuck when I would watch, you know, remember when people watched late night? Um hmm. they were on Conan. Yeah, and they, they came the, out they did a, they, a
1: show for him this time.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, he's like he's always been I've always liked Conan. He's, you know, he always he's a musician. He always yeah. has good music on I his think shows. Conan
1: had Circus Survive on as well. Really? Yeah, like uh Circus Survive did one late night show and it was like it was imaginary enemy off of blue sky noise whoa it, dude Dude, it might have been like I'll, I'll find it for you but it might have fucking been
0: fallon or no it was kimmel i think kimmel also had you so good ass yeah. every time i die I was on kimmel once what yeah yeah that's they played obscene. they're on his halloween show they played werewolf <laughs> that's okay well that's pretty fucking cool um, um but back yeah. to yeah so man like you know i've listened to it um two times now, like, you know, front to back. Yeah. I do like, there's, on the second, like, on the B side, There, I find, not the songs, they should have, like, switched them around, but I think there is one track that kind of breaks up the record.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the song that follows Annie, maybe? There is, but there's no. a dip. There's something somewhere breaks a flow. I, so the song, I think my favorite record
0: is, or favorite song on the record is Obstacle.
1: Oh, interesting. Which,
0: See, I'm not super
1: deep on that latter half yet, so yeah. I'm well, not, I'm the, not that's have to, the
0: thing. To pay special attention to that. But no, I'm I'm I really like this record. You know, like they've never they've not put a record, and that's the thing. They, I'm not you know I'm not trying to fucking you know blow smoke up their ass, but like there are not a lot of bands that are on music like musically that are on their level. Mm-hmm. They are on all assets. Like the you know, just the music, musicianship of everyone, like, everyone is, like, at full throttle, fucking crushing their instruments, and his voice
1: on this record has never been better, like, it's, you know, it's... Dude, big time, and yeah, I think it's good to hear you say that, that you feel that way about just the musical talent on the record, because I'm a big fan, just kind of, of their sound, and this, you know, as pretentious as we might be sounding about about how we listen to music, and another part of it is, like, I I think I hadn't really put the pieces together, but I've, I've realized over the years that I think some of my favorite albums are always thematic albums. Sure. You know, Protesty Heroes like Fortress or yeah. Kaziah or just uh, records like that. Um, and A Black Mile to the Surface is a very thematic album, and this one is mm-hmm. as well. And uh, it's really cool to just see a band commit to it and just be like, you know what, we're just this is what we're doing for mm-hmm. the entire record. You know, Absolutely. a lot of bands, and I, I, I don't, I'm not saying one way is good and one way is bad, but a lot of bands really go for a, you know, diverse offering kind of approach. Like, how can we flex all of our muscles on one record? Um, and then a lot of bands go for, like, okay, just pick a direction and we're going in that direction. It's and just good. It's they just seem just to do that. Craftsmanship, you know, yeah. like they're,
0: they, what is needed for a song is used it's not overplayed or overdone it's it's honestly refreshing and you know it's funny because i know this quote's been going around a lot over the past couple weeks rock is not dead like this is you know i think it was gene simmons like just you know being an uppity rich asshole. but like you know it's manchester like these indie-esque bands like you know since the like the 2000s like that's kind of where it kind of shifted and it's jumped around a little bit of, like, what's popular and all that. But, like, mm. you know, they've... This... Yeah. If 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 you think rock is dead, you should check out this record. And I think you'll be surprised. And, yeah.
1: Rock yeah. Rock is not dead. No, man. Huge uh, huge fan. I couldn't agree more. I, every time I look at them on social media, I'm like, how are they not immensely popular? I mean, you can yeah. say that about so many of the bands that we follow. Sure. But, like, yeah. Manchester Orchestra just seems so accessible and, like... What about them? They're dark uh, though. Yeah, I guess it's the they're dark. They're very dark. I yeah. think it's the subject matter or just maybe just kind of how they go about it, but mm-hmm. Jesus, man, they're they're just so talented. Yeah. Um that, that's glad you brought that one up. Um I've I haven't set up my whole vinyl setup since moving into this place. Um so I'm waiting to finish a couple condo projects, guess like some TVs mounted and shit like that. And then and then Vinyl City. Yeah, boy. Um, okay. Manchester Orchestra. The album we talked about is A Million Masks of God. Definitely check it out. Um, I would really recommend, as a precursor, if you've never heard them before, check out A Black Mile to the Surface. Grant, what was the record you said you really liked? Uh, Simple Math. Simple Math. Uh, yeah. I've heard that one, too. They're all great. Yeah. So just check them out on Spotify.
0: Cope Cope is the... I also really, really like... Um, mm very dark though. Yeah. 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 Embrace Literally. the darkness. Embrace the darkness. Manchester because they got to do it, guys.
1: Okay. Speaking of darkness, last thing I've got is um, there is this uh, there was this article I read and I can't believe I'm like into the minutiae. but I mean, look at us hosting a post-show podcast. <laughs> um, I'm so into the minutiae that I saw it was a story that a main don't ask me his name, a main animator one of the uh, really big contributors, has left Studio Mappa, and he, you know, tweeted all of his juicy drama about leaving the studio, but... Whoa, really? Yeah, and it got loosely translated, I don't have quotes in front of me, but the TLDR and kind of the gist of it was like, insane working conditions... Um, you know, every animator is typically working on four projects at a time. They're all constantly citing like, hey, this isn't our best work. We'd love to go back and, you know, pretty this up. And it's like, no, you have like three other shows to start working on unless you want to work like unpaid overtime. You know, you just got to get moving. Holy Um, fuck. Not, you know, we've talked about this too, like not a super hot, salacious, like crazy take. Like, yeah, it sounds like anime studio, animation studios, are fucking tough places to work at. Yeah, um, so not crazy, but you know, this is coming off of like, I mean, how many things have we just seen Mappa put out? You know, Jujutsu okay. Kaisen, Yasuke, Attack on Titan season four. Um, Their
0: fucking hand is in every cookie jar. They have a There's a really big IP that they're working on. I think the reveal event is in June. Uh, for that chainsaw man? Have you heard anything Yeah, yes, that? yes, yes, yes. That's like their next big fucking thing. That oh, they got that too, their... eh? Jeez. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're just uh, committing and must be bidding really aggressively and whatever. But yeah, no doubt. Well, that's shitty to hear. That's, that's it shitty is. Shitty hear. But you know, it's easy to forget that these drawings are made by people, right? Um, mm-hmm. I would be so curious. If anyone out there knows of one, I would love to see... A docu series or a documentary or just some kind of behind the scenes look of what an animation studio looks like and what it what the process is like. Cause I'd, I'm I'm really curious like how big of a team do you got? You know how many mm-hmm. any how many animators are working on a on a given show, and mm-hmm. how spread are they? Are you know what does that look like? Does it vary studio to studio? Um, but I'd be really curious to be like okay, what did it take to make this first season of jujitsu kaizen you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i'd be really curious to see what about that because obviously like you look at like the pixar movies right and it's like fucking they're so mm-hmm. well funded and it's teams of people working with their heads down for three straight years um anime season cycles are very different um so i'd be very curious to,
0: very aggressive
1: yeah super aggressive so i'd be really curious to see like a behind the scenes look if anyone knows anything about that sure. that's all i got that was all I got. Boom. This was fun. Yeah, man. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Another episode of the post show. The um, bag. Yeah, we'll be back again with more post show for next week. If you are enjoying this as much as we are, give us a like, comment, follow up, subscribe. Do the relevant social media thing on the relevant social media platform of your choosing. Um, thank you for listening. See you next time. Later, guys. Cheers.